Hey guys and gals, thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. Because I'm the E-A-Z-Y-E, and this is the season to let the real motherfucking Jason. Welcome to Melcast 3.0. This is not our demographic, please. Yeah. Uh, what it's is our demographic? What, what I know, what does that mean? What the fuck? Also, what? I am the demographic for this podcast, and that's my favorite song ever. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry I, oh, that you're sorry about it. This podcast. I was it's at so Target so earlier this week and I almost did you see Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, of course. Straight Outta I, Compton. I almost bought it and then I saw The Witch, which I haven't seen yet, which but I'm extremely great. interested in seeing, so I bought that instead. I have a it, it, also it, straight out Compton my it was cheaper straight, too. Yeah, it needs your money more than straight out of Compton needs yeah. your money. My favorite scene out of Straight Outta Compton is the diss track. Is the Ice Cube. Is, I like oh, I have yeah. it on my phone. I when have it on my sitting phone. Sitting around listening to it. Yeah, I have the yeah. movie on my phone. I will watch that almost every day. It's one of my favorite my favorite scenes uh, ever. What is? When uh um, Ultraman comes down yep. and he fights the <laughs> oh, Did you see those Ultraman Converse they're making? I did see those, yeah. What? They're gonna be expensive as fuck. Yeah, I'd have no interest in that. That's not I'm not that type of geek. I think that shit. There was when I was in high school there was this uh the shoe that they made, which looked like the uh, the Onizuka Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um but when you would walk around, they would leave like the imprint of Space Invaders. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and they were only sold in Paris, and they were like, I think, $150 a shoe. Which I was like, okay, I can like. I can do that. I can do that. I can buy one shoe. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I can. And then I'm and seen then, enough and for then this. I saw I'm that. seen enough for this. And that's what, yeah. Yes. And, that's, and that's what it was. And I was like, ah, a shoe? Not <laughs> a pair? And then I gotta pay how much to have it shipped over? I ain't got six hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I had a friend I'm in, in high like school. eighth grade steal one shoe from a store. I was like, why? And it, it wasn't his size. He just stole it for the fun of it. Because he's a kleptomaniac. I actually ran into him here like last week, and it was so awkward because I fucked. Did he steal we, anything we, from this fucking store? He could have, but we God. hate each other. I went yeah. into a Ross once and had some like tattered like Vans, and I put on some like <laughs> like really nice like a uh. uh like loafers that they had that I yeah. like really liked and I was like oh, I'd buy these and then I went like to the line and I had them still on and I was like oh, you know what I don't want to stand in line and I just walked out of the store and the, the car was like have a nice day and I was like okay goodbye <laughs> yep get it that was, and that was last week that was, last week. That was yeah. yesterday <laughs> look at my new loafers I love it speaking of stealing you know what stole my time this week X Men. Lots of news. Yeah, I've not so seen so much yet. news. Let's talk about X Men at the end. Well, we can. We, have you seen it? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, neither. We can get. We it. we haven't seen it, so we can uh, get it out now if you like. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, it's terrible. Let's, let's, let's do I believe quick, you. Quick review. Spoilers. Spoilers coming ahead. All those spoilers. 
Okay. Wait, how are we going to spoil it if they haven't seen it? I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. I don't, I don't like any of them, it's except for First Class. Yeah, First Class is the only one I like as well. Exactly. Yeah. But It's the best one. That being said, the only reason I watch X-Men movies is for Wolverine. Just kidding, guys. Uh. <laughs> that being said, uh, First Class was great because Matthew Vaughn was directing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these last mm-hmm. couple of movies uh, were Brian Singer, mm-hmm. who, as we were talking about outside... Mm-hmm. Made the first two X Men movies, which for their time were pretty good, have not aged well. Nope. Uh, and the second he, one has aged better than the first one. The first one has not aged well. But nope. both of them, I mean, both of them as a collective were were very much a, a, a but period pieces almost like they were they're, movies of that time. I yeah, and also they're they're like the beginning data point of what the current era of superhero movies start as. Yeah. Like and you can't get to Civil War without having No, X2. and that's and that's great and all, but he Absolutely. I'm not made those movies. Just... No, 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 yeah. But he he made those movies and, and it's 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 almost like to me like with the uh with the the It's like clueless. Like it's 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh it's like the mapping out point, like like you said, for like for a lot of like what came after. Like without that what a lot of what came after wouldn't have been Possible. Yeah, just in the same way that Blade laid a fuckload of groundwork. Blade 1 was really... I, I still enjoy Blade 1. Deacon and Frost, Blade man. 2? Deacon Frost. Blade 2? I'm not a Blade 2 person. I'm a really? Blade 1 person. Really? I liked it. I hear and that. And not just because Del Toro did it. I, I'm a Blade 1 person. Okay, I get you that. Know, I've seen neither. It, oh, dude. I need to watch yeah, that. Yeah, fucking know. up. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, right. it's Don't good. judge me with what I see. Like fucking Quick. him killing vampires to Sandstorm? <laughs> no, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. of that scene, but I know I need to watch them for sure. Anyways, that, okay, so that scene changed my life. That that being I, said, Brian Singer made those movies and then was like, "This is the formula works. We never need to change the formula ever again. All the X Men movies that we make from now on are just going to be this," <laughs> and has continued to make the same X Men movie each time with the same bulky costumes. They're terrible. They're Terrible. Yeah, they're really bad. Cyclops' costume wasn't good. I, I thought people were saying that that was it was okay. It was decent. Cyclops and, the, and that that Age was at Apocalypse. the end. And those those costumes that they show at the end were like trying to call back to the costumes that they had, like Mystique's costume, Nightcrawler's costume, and stuff. And in what? And, and, they're actual. So basically, you go through the whole movie where everyone's in street clothes. Yeah, yeah. everybody's in street clothes for the entire movie, except for fifteen minutes at the end of the movie, where they all conveniently find flight t- suits. Flight suits that fit all that, of them. That are oh, designed really? by Weapon X. So they fight the end sequence in costumes not intended <coughs> to be used. By yeah, those mutants. those those costumes that they're wearing, they're all like costumes for a, uh, a an airplane that they find at. Uh, Okay, and that's the thing too. So, spoil it. To go it could do it. Just do it. So in. at some point, Apocalypse uh, arrives at the X Mansion to kidnap um, Professor X because his whole plot is to use, transfer his consciousness into Professor X's body because that's how he's been staying alive. Is he's been transferring his consciousness mm. from body to body, gathering powers uh, as he goes along, uh, and he's going to transfer his consciousness into Professor X's body and. Use Professor X's power to pretty much manipulate everybody's like brain in the world. He's like, that's the one thing I haven't been able to do is uh, to like fucking have everyone obey me through manipulation of, of whatever. It's so, the exact plot of it's X two. It's, yeah. it's literally X two. We're gonna use this mutant 
destroy everything. It's going to be great, guys. We're going to have a uh, fucking Cerebro sequence, and then we're going to have a sequence where somebody gets pulled away from their loved ones while screaming, no. Was there a cocoon? And we're going to... No, there's no cocoon. Okay. Yeah. And then there's going to be a sequence where uh, Wolverine rides a motorcycle really, really fast and then leads into the camera and, <laughs> and smiles really big as he travels with super speed. That's not in the movie, but that was in X1 <laughs> for anyone remembering. Cyclops has a super speed bike. Yeah. God, that's so bad. <laughs> with that little button. Oh, yeah. yeah super, yeah. super speed. Goddamn. Sonic the Hedgehog um, motorcycle. So, yeah. He kidnaps, he, he's, they're kidnapping um, Charles, and as he's doing that, Havoc. Shoots him with a blast that goes havoc. through all of them as they disappear and hits this like experimental engine that Beast has been building. He's like building the Blackbird. Yeah, uh-huh. and, the it Blackbird and it blows, blows up, up the, mansion, the mansion, which then leads to the best sequence in the movie, but also the most tired sequence in the movie. Because if it's Quicksilver, don't tell me. It I, is Quicksilver. Okay, I'm looking forward that to that scene though. Awful. It's you awful. Liked, I I I, liked, I was laughing I liked, at how bad it was. The I like I like the first Quicksilver sequence was, in, in in first class. No, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. DRP. I like that sequence. This was them trying to do that, and going like, "Hey, you guys like that thing? Remember, you like that thing? You guys like throwback music? Here it right? is again. Here it is again. Yeah. But funnier. Yeah. And so it was almost like a like a weird parody but you of liked itself. It? I liked it and I didn't like it. Like oh. it was just like, oh, uh, cool, Quicksilver. Also, Quicksilver in this movie is like super overpowered. Like, Mas OP. Yeah, Mas like, Mas. Yeah. Gay OP. Mas OP. <laughs> so does he punch Apocalypse real? Yeah, a oh, lot. Yeah, a oh, lot. really? A yeah, lot. I said that jokingly. No. Yeah, I know. A lot. Wow. Um. So Quicksilver yeah. saves everyone, and uh, that's played for comedy too. Like they never. The movie is never on Quicksilver's side. The movie is always like, <laughs> look at him. He's so funny and overpowered as fuck. Yeah. And let's like laugh at him. It's, like, it's really it's weird. weird. Yeah. The, 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 the movie, I don't think, ever knows what tone it wants to go for. Like, it's like, here's some funny things in, in this moment that should probably be serious. Do you or think have it, like some heartfelt emotion. Do you think if... Because if, obviously... Because X1 and X2 don't really hold up, but they were good for their time. First Class is probably the best X-Men movie in a while. This Free Trust is fine, but this one's not so great. Obviously, X3 is a disaster. Do you think it, it it's hard to make an X-Men movie? Or do you no, think, it's hard do to you make think... an X-Men movie when you're Brian Singer. Right. Yeah, just so get Singer away from it. If you could pick one story to do right and take it from the comics, which one would it be? Anyone that doesn't have Brian Singer involved, so it's just Brian Singer. I really do. It it's just, you really feel like, like it's Singer. just Brian Singer, not same thing with Zack Snyder. Well, because the, you're right, because it was Matthew Vaughn on the first one, yeah, so obviously because yeah. it's it's his aesthetic is very okay. So you see Brian it, you you watch the movie, and you're like, that was a Brian Singer movie. Like right. that was, I left going like, yeah, that was, if I had not known that he was directing, it, I would have been like, oh, he he directed this. Like it's just. Brian Singer's yeah, idea of characterization is people standing still, looking pretty, and shooting their powers like this. Like, the characters are defined by their abilities, not their abilities are an extension of their personality. Right. So, Which is the opposite of what X-Men 
Should be. It should be. Should yeah. be. Yeah. Them being defined by their powers. No, that's not yeah, cool. That's yeah, that's not it. The, the, like, the fact that... Okay, so let's just talk about Cyclops for a second. Cyclops, the person, is very uptight, straight-laced, really just fucking locked down, clenched, super closed-off person, doesn't let anybody get near him, is the perennial strategist. leader, strategist, always keeps the burden of the world on his shoulders, and he's a very tight, rigid person, which yeah. is in contrast to the fact that he can't control his powers, and in some ways that manifests from that, because he can't right. control this one thing, so he controls everything else in his life, right? right? Cyclops in this movie is out of control most of the time, doesn't understand how to do anything. He's like, Jane, they try to make him into this weird James Dean type character where he's like, <laughs> I'm a rebel. Yeah. Hey girl, Oh, really? It's yeah, very it's strange. fucking weird. It's very strange. He's not Cyclops in any way other than he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Right. And I don't want to hear from anyone that, well, no, it's just it's because it's before he does all those things. No, that's just bad no, writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bad writing. Even even in the comics when they've shown him as a kid, he's like, he's, he's like, Straight says he's not even straight least he's closed off. He's not very open to letting people in. And in this, he's like, "Hey, girl, I'm an outsider too, just like you." Wink. So Brian and Singer like, just doesn't get X Men. No, I don't think he understands the characters whatsoever, or whoever he has writing for him does not understand the characters and, and what their motivations are. Yeah. yeah, it's it's real bad. It's real bad. Um, um, although I will say that it's also so bad because of the potential of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian Singer is not a technically terrible director. He, he's not. What he, else has he done? A bunch of shit. Yeah. Valkyrie, uh, Jack the Giant Killer, um, Superman Returns. Hey, hey, shout out to all my Superman Returns buddies. What, what? Um, you like that movie? I love that movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a, not whole, a bad movie. That's a yeah, whole separate conversation though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would be surprised, but yeah. Um, this is why your keys got locked in your car. Fuck you. When I first watched that movie, I thought it was fine. I thought yeah. it was cool. And then I heard all the shit about it, and then I was like, oh, maybe it was bad. But then I watched, we watched it, and I was like, no, this is fine. I still like it. There was a good movie in there somewhere. There was there was waiting to be unlocked, and it was not. But what I'm saying, though, is at least he's a stylish director that takes chances and makes decisions. I don't agree with, like, 90% of them, but he <laughs> still makes I'm, decisions. I'm, here's They're, the thing. I'm tired of people saying, like... Oh, but they were that like they took that risk and they like did this and like they took that chance and it's like yes, but if you fail at that, you're still failing. What you're you presenting also, to people no, no, is but still. You also have to have an understanding of the characters and what you're actually doing. Like taking chances is okay as long as you know what you're doing and what you're aiming for and really understanding like where all this material is coming from. I feel like that's fine. So I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but there's a difference between Rush Hour, the TV show, <laughs> and this. I mean, Blade, the TV show. And Blade, the TV Exactly. Blade, the TV show was made as a blatant attempt to make money. Yeah. This movie, yeah, sure, there's a lot of money to be made. But yeah. you can tell that they're trying to make a thing. It's awful. And that's, that's the most disappointing part about it, that I'm like, ah. Apparently, there was... So... Sorry, yes. sorry to go back to this, no, but after, after the mansion gets blown up, Stryker and his team of people show up? Oh, yeah, I just, saw just that. Yeah, randomly. I saw that just like, hey, what's up, hello? kidnap specific mutants, take them away to the base where they make Weapon X, and then there's a whole, mon- like, there's a whole 20-minute sequence that, like, is completely separate, that feels, like, separate from this movie, where Wolverine is introduced. So, for no other reason than to introduce Wolverine. As if he just got out of the... 
He's in he, Weapon X. They, they have bring him, in a him out. Box. Yeah, he's he he's wearing that like that stuff that he's wearing in in, yeah. in some of the, where he's like running in the snow and right. he's got like all the, like the the computer parts on him. Which that looks he, dog he looks, shit. Yeah, that looks like he just like fell into like a bunch of old like computers and like got caught oh, in the God. wires. The yeah, it's like, oh, God. Uh, I am the internet. Uh like so there's that whole sequence, and then. They free the people, the the like the guys, the the mutants that get captured, and then they like go on off to resume the plot of the movie. So it was just it was just to put a Wolverine in there. Yes, that's so annoying. I know it's very annoying. It's almost as annoying as the whole like let's take a twenty minute break to watch all these videos on in Batman versus Superman. Hey, look, it's a Justice League. Oh, yeah, and those videos sucked. Too. Yeah, so it's it's exactly like that because all you that... see is Wolverine running around like killing people, and it's like. What Wolverine! Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, great! Guys, look, Wolverine! And then he has this really weird scene with Jean. Yeah, where, Jean... where she gives him a couple of, quote-unquote, a couple of his memories back. Yeah. And then it's also, like, he's looking at her, like, maybe there's supposed to be chemistry, but she's, yeah. like, 19. And Scott's, like, in the background, and he's just like, uh, what's going on here? What's going on? And then Nightcrawler's just there. It's, it's it not, was very awkward. It's it's not a good movie, but it's not. I mean, I've keep seeing online people being like, "It's worse than X 3 It's, it's not, not worse than X three. It is X3. not. I will watch this over X three uh, again. Right. Also, I saw that, that I would never that, watch this movie again. But I, if I had the, if someone's like, "You got to watch X three or this again," and it's like, "All right, just fucking put this thing in." Um, there was a whole thing I saw online today. It was like, "Oh, Brian Singer wants to make a like a, the next movie with all the like, the." Uh, the original Why is he cast, the one? and I'm like, no, stop, shut up, go away. I would love an original go cast movie. Away. Yeah, dude, I don't be, ever need a Zack another. Snyder and say, nah, you could someone else take the helm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's... Jesus take the wheel. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's like that whole scene, and then they go fight uh, Apocalypse, which is like maybe like the, the last thirty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just terrible CG after terrible CG after terrible CG, and characters not doing anything and like just looking in. No awe. one talks. Yeah. Nothing is really... There must be hours of B-roll of Storm and Psylocke and Angel and Nightcrawler and Cyclops and Beast and Mystique looking. Yeah. Like, there's so many shots of them just going... So, <gasps> so there's apparently... Was Havoc not in the end scene? I care about Havoc. He not... dies. There you go. That's, You're welcome. That's too far in the spoilers. How man. does he die? Just kidding. How does he die? He's the one who blows up the fucking... Jet so he dies. He's the closest to the explosion, so he dies. That is garbage. Are they brothers, though? Is that canon? That they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're brothers, brothers, but I don't remember Alex being the older brother. He, in the he is. He is. is he? he is he's the older brother. Okay. But he's just not around. He was, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, after the airplane crash. Also, I, I love Havoc. This is the thing that pissed both of us off. Their dad isn't Corsair. Yeah. He's just a guy. He's like average suburban guy. Yeah. Just have them either not have a dad, <laughs> like that, that's in the picture, and then I can just have it in my or brain. Or just put him yeah. in there. What's what's the? He's, their, their dad's in. Farm. Or just mention that it's their foster dad. Like if they was yeah. like, oh, this is their foster family, they would have been like, okay, oh, okay, perfect. Because their father's off in space. Yeah, doing and, space pirate shit. And their mom's dead. Yeah, because she died in the fucking crash. Because um, all of the summer's <sighs> fucking family women die. I love havoc. And Uncanny Avengers, he was amazing. Uncanny Avengers is great. How do you feel this about is... the M word thing? You mean the in the Uncanny Avengers? That whole controversial issue was an issue number five. Yeah, something like that. I remember thinking at the time, I was like, I get what Avengers trying to do, and I think that that's honestly, I, I was kind of on board. 
I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, was great. I yeah. thought it was fucking awesome, and I yeah. wish that it had stuck. But every writer was like, not touching that. <laughs> not touching that. No, and I was like, no, he, that was that's great. This is what it, this is what this book is about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and also just thematically, like that makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. No, Aven- Kenny Avengers is a great. I, w- I read every issue of that until like, until they started changing it a lot after. Oh, after that whole like thing with the Red Skull. No, I, and... I went through that. I go- I got all the way up until the Apocalypse Twins like enacted their plot, and Which, then a lot of that stuff didn't make sense if you didn't read. Uncanny X Force. Right? Yeah, I know. I was so lost. I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, no. Um, I thought it was great though. It was like it took a lot of great risks. Like, like just even like Rogue killing Scarlet Witch. I thought it was great. It had a Wonder Man in it. Like, it was yeah. just wonder. It was great. And Havoc was awesome. Captain America was great. Yeah, and it was Sunspot. The only thing I wish that was different about that book is I wish Captain America wasn't on the team. Yeah, well, because because it doesn't make yeah. any sense that Cap wouldn't lead a team that he's on. Right. No, absolutely. I get that. And yeah. it felt like he stunted Alex a lot. Oh, Alex was yeah. Like, well, yeah, that, well, that what was, was kind of what I what liked. What do I do? And it's like, go, go lead the team. I know, but you're here. <sighs> and the whole Come Wasp, Havoc stuff, and then Daniel Acuna. Daniel Acuna made oh. it. Mm. Oh, mm. my God. Oh, okay, beautiful. I love him. Um, oh, my God. I love him so much. Oh, last thing I want to touch upon in this movie. They made a whole big fuss. I, I have nothing against the living man. I just want to say that now. But they made a whole big fuss online about how she was learning how to use a sword. Yeah. And she was taking classes to learn to use a sword. They had that. videos of her using the sword. Yeah, and she uses sword. a sword, like, in two scenes, and it's never to fight. It's always just to, like, hold at somebody. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. You, yeah. Also, there's apparently a whole scene that was cut out where, when they go to the mall, mm-hmm. there's a whole scene where they're at the mall just hanging out, which I would have loved to see. Yeah. Just them hanging out at the mall. X-Men at the mall. And Nightcrawler just being out there in the mall with a red jacket. Get it. So the next movie's going to be in the 90s, right? Yeah. Which still not interested. That was was the thing. Like, I saw this movie and I'm like, oh, fuck, please let the next movie be better. Please. The best thing, though, is that each movie is like eight years apart. So that means that Eric and, you know, Professor X and Magneto and and Mystique are like in their 40s and 50s. But... They still look like they're like twenty five to thirty. Like something. Ju- they look like maybe like five years older than the kids they're teaching. Especially Jennifer Lawrence. Like yeah. you could you could maybe convince me that James McAvoy and Fassbender haven't aged that much because they they look a little bit older, but she looks the same. Man. Also, they have like a bunch of great actors in this movie. Uh huh. Yeah, they're, they're and they're all great so actors. ill used. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Oscar Isaac never gets to be like we. Oh, yeah. we talk, I know. I knew as soon as I saw the first trailer, I was like, "Oh, Oscar Isaac is, isn't in this movie." He <laughs> plays <laughs> the most one dimensional villain, knowing and having seen so many other super villains that have come out. Yeah. Since it, it's aggravating. Who are your favorite? Such a fucking great actor. <laughs> who are your favorite villains from the? Like superhero movies from the last like, the twenty movies? years, yeah. Like, can you think of some like really, really good? Like, I think I mean, of like I mean, I go to Doc Ock. Oh, uh, I went to, to Loki, Spider-Man too because Loki was pretty great. Loki was pretty know. cool. Silver. But like, hmm? Silva, Skyfall, Skyfall, yeah, mm-hmm. he was great. Javier Bardem mm-hmm. when he takes his teeth out, that was mm-hmm. one of the spookiest moments for me. That's just, one of my major beefs with that movie is like you know the Chekhov writing rule yeah. don't put a gun above the fireplace unless it's gonna fire right so when he takes his teeth out in the first act at the end of the movie 
he should have gotten hit in the face and the teeth should have popped out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's mm-hmm. gun. But, no. Yeah, well, still a good movie. I will take you back to my apartment. <laughs> we will drink wine. And then we will make love. <laughs> do you wait? Do, I love that. Do you get that? Do you get the, the that deep, deep reference? No. Pete Holmes doing Javier Bardem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great when he had Bond tied up and Bond was like, What's going on? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, what is yeah. going on? It's like, It's about to turn into something. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, yes. Make this happen. I love Javier Bardem. Uh, oh, I mean, one of my favorite villains, definitely Anton Sugar. Mm. From it's No Country not, Woman. I mean, it, I was going to say, it's not comic booky, but I mean, if but we're going into Bond, yeah. Kylo Ren is like my fucking favorite. I, I, fucking I really like Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. I really so like Kylo Ren. That character is so great. Yeah. Maybe because we relate to him more because we're, <laughs> yeah. Because your fathers are both Han Solo? Yeah. Yep. And I killed my dad. <laughs> Stabbed him. Cold blood. Wishful thinking. I want this so when the case comes up. <laughs> Let's talk about comic book newsy things. Yes. Yeah. Like this week yeah. has Let's been get a into bunch that. of stuff. Uh, also, did, oh, we, did we, I realized we didn't do intros and didn't say... Oh, yeah. Hey, Dave and Chris are here. Also, me, Eddie, You know and, them already. Uh, you know us You already? know their voices. I know, Derek's... but I just said, like, aren't we supposed to do, like, welcome to the Melchest. Today, variant covers. $5. I mean, Sell your soul. Fuck you. I mean, Derek yeah, usually just did it, but he's not here, so he's Bye, off. Derek. Derek is off playing Green just, Lantern uh, me in covering Chicago. All the shifts. It's cool. Derek is off hanging out with Green Lantern. No, he is Green Lantern. He knows Green Lantern. He's Green Lantern. Didn't he do that whole thing last time we talked about it? That he does it. He's not. Yeah, he but knows, he's not you know, here. He's Fuck him. With, oh, okay. The illusion is shattered. The illusion is shattered. There is no Santa. Um... <laughs> <gasps> yeah, comic, comic news. Okay. So ahead, the stuff that happened this week are, uh, are Comicsology, Comicsology Captain, Captain America, America before, Rebirth. Yeah, I was gonna say before Watchmen. Uh, Rebirth. <laughs> um, and I thought there was. Is there one more thing that happened? Marvel and Disney coming to Netflix. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a funny thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone's laughing. What, what do you guys want to start? You want to start with some some comicsology because I feel like we can all talk about that in somewhat of a positive way. To or well, I mean, they, <laughs> right now they don't have a lot of. It's like beginning Netflix when Netflix was up streaming and you, there wasn't a lot to choose uh, from. I'm sure they're gonna get more stuff. Ex- explain explain to us what's going on. So Netflix. Netflix. Comicsology. Yep. Yep. Comicsology. Comicsology yeah. has just announced that they're really they're going to have a new they're starting a new initiative called uh, Comicsology Unlimited, which will be a streaming comics app. You know, unlimited library uh, where you'll be able to pay a subscription fee, which will be four ninety nine, five ninety nine, and you'll be able to read as much comics as you want online on their uh, Comicsology app. Um, the thing that uh, I would be most curious about is not who they're going to get or when they're going to get in terms of companies and titles and stuff, but what the royalty situation will be like. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not handled well, oh and man, I didn't think about that. It's going yeah. to fuck everyone. Yeah. But if it is handled well and responsibly, it'll be amazing, and it will hopefully get comics into a bunch of people's hands and really help the medium grow and spread to people that wouldn't necessarily be willing to spend a dollar on some yeah. Walking Dead number one or something like that, uh, digitally speaking. Yeah, I mean, if you're paying 4 a month, that's like... An issue. Of, that's one yeah, it's issue, nothing. one week. It's nothing. Yeah. yeah. But the key being, though... That would be best case scenario. Yeah. The key being, though, you then need to have royalties for mm-hmm. those people because it'll 
just drop the bottom out of the What is that like? I mean, what is that like in a, in a contract form, though? Like, uh, as far as royalties are concerned, what do you, what do you, what exactly do you mean? In terms of what would be a fair compensation? So, like, every well, time someone downloads yeah, well, like, no a let's, let's say I, like I did a page for Captain America number one, uh, and then they put it in this format. Do, oh, am I well, getting... this is gonna. Well, well that's this, another th- small thing. It's excluding Marvel and DC. Marvel yeah. and DC will not so be. So, that's included. a completely well, different. I mean, okay. So, work for hire yeah. would be theoretically a different rate than. Uh, creator-owned books. Okay, so that's work for hire. That's, work that's for hire. Uh, work for hire royalties are already pretty shitty. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's what I the kind of like what I wanted to. to yeah, to but even that though, that. there needs to be a baseline that's not going to completely fuck the trade market and yeah. fuck the back issue market and fuck anything that's not this week's comics hmm. because I'm assuming that they'll do it in a window format like Marvel yeah. Unlimited. It's it's or, like a a specific amount of a series. Yeah. I believe is what they're doing. Like I think it's like the first not not trade, but like I wanna say it's the first two trades, Walking Dead, that's what will be in this unlimited thing. For now. For now. Yeah. Um but anything beyond that. And it's not it's you said Marvel and DC are not they're involved. Currently they are not involved. Okay. But this this an app like this, there are a bunch of apps like this. Yeah. But there are they, none of them have the prestige or monopoly on the digital market like, like comics. Yeah, I was yeah. subscribed to Oyster for a little bit, and they had comics on there, and I read some books and stuff. But, but I it think was, it was not great. Like what you, I feel like a good explanation or example is who's the artist that does Waffable Oaf? Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed Lucha, Lucha, Luce, Luce, Lucha. I don't. And Lovable Oaf Lettuce. is on Fanographics, correct? Yes. Fanographics is one of the publishers yes. within this deal. So let's say I get it. I read Lovable Oaf. How does Ed Luce get paid? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What what does Where's he his get? money? Yeah. Does he get, you know, a two cents per view? Does he get 15 cents if somebody reads well, the whole they, book? How do they, so I, mean, I mean, how do they do it for Netflix? Netflix, uh, it's all upfront deals. And then... They buy all of it. They, yeah. It's basically they license it from you for X amount of money. Okay. And then I think if you exceed a certain number of views... Then you get bonuses, or they can they relicense it. That that kind of stuff. It also, might but be it, leasing, like leasing, because they do have stuff on there, and then they take it off but, after a couple of months. But what I'm saying is, is so the the real model though like, is, let's is say, Spotify. Like, uh, but Spotify is even more terrible. Scott, yeah. like, Spotify, Spotify is garbage. You should shiesty. not have Spotify. Yeah, it's shiesty. But, but, that, but that's this what episode I'm saying. brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> <and Netflix. laughs> Wait, what? what? But that's God what I'm saying it. though. Mm. Like, if it goes into a situation where. The business model for Comixology is we've decided we can't make this work paying these creators royalties at a high enough rate, so we're going to go in a Spotify direction. We're going to have a free X amount, and then everything past that is a paywall, and we're going to give people whatever per view. Because here, I'm trying, I'm trying to understand this, and I'm sorry for all, like, if I'm asking too many weird questions, but um, so let's say, I, I guess, let's example Netflix. Um, sure. They license... American debt from Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then does Seth MacFarlane get paid from that? I I don't know those. I don't or, know. I'll, all I know is my I mean, friend. But ideally, would that be like the thing? I have that, no idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I know about the Netflix business model is that my friend sold a movie that he made mm-hmm. for. I think he's he made it for seventy, eighty k. 
Uh, they did the festival circuit for a while. It did well. And then he sold it to Netflix for, I think, a year or two years. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, 250K. Okay. So that's good money. Yeah. Um, especially for a shitty indie movie that probably yeah, a, a lot of people aren't going to That's a good see. return on that. Absolutely. Um, like, that's a shitty distribution deal for, like, so, but years. Then, but he gets all that. Yes. Okay. Because he, he was the one who owned it. So right. let's say... In a Comixology Unlimited situation, if this is why it would be important to have tiered royalties, right? Because if Captain America's getting a shitload of views, Marvel's going to get a cut of that when Marvel's on the fucking thing. And then Civil War, you know, Mark Miller would maybe get a a cut of that or something like that, right? Because that's what happens with the trades. I think he gets like 30 cents per trade sold or some bullshit like that. Um, But if... I were to take Fuck Off Squad or Teenage Switchblade or yeah. Action Hospital and have them on Comixology, which Suicide Forest is. So if you want to go buy that on Comixology, you can. Suicide Forest. Um, not just in Japan. <laughs> uh, so, but since that's mine, I should get the lion's share of those royalties, right? Theoretically. Yes. But I don't know what they're going to do. Like, it's also going to have to like, change but, the contract game. From now on, see, but yeah, but my question is: is since a lot of these things are under like publishers, publishers who, well, I imagine for Image, what what is the cut the publisher gets, and then how does that trickle down to the creators? I think about Image, where everything's creator owned. I imagine a lot of that money, most, I hope, majority is going to go to the creators. You know, this is just throwing this joke out there. I don't think you were here for that episode, but we don't know. We're in the wild west of digital comics. Wait, you weren't here for that? I was here. Or were you that? here for that? I was the Wild West. I was um, here for the Wild West. No, we're the Wild West of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't nope. that the Civil War one? It was yeah, with and Chuck, Chuck and Chris. What yeah, was I not paying attention? You Chuck, yeah, bastard. Were you checked the fuck out? Oh no, no, it was the one no. before that. It was before, yeah, it that one's Cloudfather. No. It's yeah. Wild West and Father. Father. Okay. Oh, anyway, but, but regardless, um, yeah. So, the, I, the, the, but the ideally, royalties. ideally, the situation would be that that like the publisher gets paid, and then then and and also there's no. Ideally, money. the creators get paid. Yeah, because it's their IP. Well, then, yeah. no, it's not for but, work for hire. No, but I'm talking about in, oh, like in, we're talking about stuff, in, yeah. indie stuff. But are you talking for work for hire? No, I'm talking about right. indie stuff. Yeah, the, so the work yes. for hire, I understand. Once you make that, you got paid for what you made. Right. Like, but even fucking, a, but a lot yeah, of those late. people That's do yours. get royalties in some way. That's not a lot, but they do get for royalties. For big time. Yeah, so I, I imagine I, like I, yeah. Brubaker got, t- got royalties for Winter Soldier. depending depending on, on what your contract is. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But that's, Absolutely. that's something that will now have to be put into every contract. Because yeah. I've, I've talked to different people that have worked for the bigger two and... Sometimes it's like, oh, I get this, and I get uh, like creator like royalties on this if this ever gets made into a thing. Or it's like, I drew this with this person, and I don't get creator royalties on if this ever gets. It's just I, my art was used. They mm. paid me so much yeah. upfront, and that was that. And that that is the case was usually with like younger creators who, um, yeah, I can't stress this enough. Lawyer the fuck up when you're <laughs> signing anything or getting mm. anything also, put in front of you, you. Lawyer the fuck up. Have you ever like kind of de- have you dealt with or looked into the comic book legal legal defense fund? Because I see them at every con, but I have no idea. In terms of that. what? In terms of that. like um, in in something like this. 
I don't think that's what they do. They, that's not their. That's, that's not, not what their they forte. do. They, I wish they did that. Their whole thing I mean, is more uh, freedom of speech and like. Yeah, uh, it's, um, they uh, they protect people who are being censored, or they go into situations where retailers are being sued for selling salacious material. Also, if or, like a um, a lot of the, what they do sometimes also, and that that's not so much combo or legal defense fund. It's uh, what's heroes initiative. Hero initiative, yeah. Uh, they prov- they try to provide money for creators who have been like fucked over like which is usually the older creators yeah who have been completely fucked over and neglected I mean, and the jack kirby's of the world that's something the jack that kirby's are the like the saddest i think in most the one that always strikes me is the the guy who created uh rocket raccoon mm-hmm. um, oh, i heard about that yeah yeah he i think it's real sad yeah and his brother is is like completely paying for all his medical bills because he's like was menelo uh, Bill Man- ben- Mantlo? Yeah. Man- Mantlo? Yeah, Mantlo. Yeah. Man- Mantlo? Um, it's Mantlo. He's, he, he got hit by a car, mm-hmm. and pretty much he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, and he can't couldn't draw or do anything anymore, so just in a hospital, and his brother's yeah, been taking care of him. incredible. I think that's yeah, really they're great. They're, they're, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, what? like Yeah. Yeah, it's an incredible idea. I don't think they're particularly well funded, unfortunately. No, they're not. No, no. I, I think maybe Comic Legal Defense Fund. They get probably, a little bit more. because yeah. people like donate. Yeah, you know, like but Frank here's Miller a, gives issues that are signed to get sell at Comic. Yeah, here's initiatives. The one that's like just kind of like everyone's like, oh, aren't you that other thing? It's really That's, sad. Yeah. In fact, I think they're not even the hero initiative anymore. Aren't they actor now? A commitment there's, to our roots? Yeah, there's something like that. They they they're trying to rebrand, which is interting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But that's but, I'm, the, but, but, but it's the, it's either yeah. we're on the precipice of either something that's really positive and fucking awesome or completely industry destroying. Well, and I think I think yeah, I think about comic book stores and how that's yeah. going to affect how it's going to affect comic book stores. Even mm-hmm. I came in cuz it was announced on Tuesday, I came into work and I was like, "Hey, would you see this?" and everyone was like, "Are people yeah, here coming here yeah. to buy?" Despite yeah. the news, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was talking to Francisco and I was talking to Holly and I was like, hey, did you hear about Comixology? Uh, and they're like, yeah, we're not excited about but, it. And like, well, we we all have, we have our, our beef Yeah. Already. So, I don't know. We'll see how that affects it. I'm excited for the possibility of it. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I mean, remember I remember when things started going digital and everyone was like, oh, comic stores, it's over. You know, no one wants printing that no. didn't happen. So, there's, we'll there's, see. The, <laughs> there's too much of a collector mentality right. in this industry. Yeah. To let that be a mm-hmm. thing that like destroys yeah, I imagine it'll be for the casual reader, like people yeah. who come into the store and like, hey, I heard about, I watched the war, now I want to read, read the book. I imagine those people are going to be going to Comicsology Unlimited. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But you can't get Civil War on Comicsology Unlimited. So fuck you. Yeah, sorry about it. <laughs> uh, other news. Mm-hmm. Captain America. Captain America. Uh, Captain America yeah. Co- Captain America colon Steve Hell, Rogers. Hail Hydra. Uh, Which my one. favorite meme that I've seen. Well, is, what is it? What is it, Eddie? What happened in Captain America? Why? Why is everyone upset? Um, so uh, <laughs> it's a bit. It, I guess retcon would be the. the yeah, it's the, absolutely a retcon. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, the it's book. Probably, it's the retcon. The to, book like, written by Nick Spencer, retcons. which isn't is it? It isn't. It's not badly written. It's he usually he turns turns out pretty okay stuff. Um, sorry, Dave's trying to figure no, out no, how I'm to good. use headphones. I'm gonna take these off in like five seconds. Okay. Um, <laughs> too big for your head. No, I just hate it because I can hear my voice. Continue talking. Okay, I knew that's why you weren't wearing them. All you, this time, you sound great. Mm, you sound great oh, the entire time. You. This whole history of Captain. Okay, so so 
Did, there's a scene where in 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 the comic where Captain America. We're talking about Captain America, Stephen Cap- Rogers, number one. Number one, who is young Isn't again? It Steve Rogers, Captain America, number one. Mm-hmm. Either way, go on. Captain America's young again. Um, he got his groove back. Uh, <laughs> so would you say his mojo? No. Hey, fucking let me. Yeah, let's explain this <laughs> comic. Right. So, uh, Captain America has uh, apparently always been a secret Hydra agent, is what this comic was alluding to, which is what is uh, upsetting everyone. Yeah, the whole adventure um, comic, Captain America does some stuff, does some things. Yeah, stuff happens, um, and at the end of it, he turns to camera and says, "Hail Hydra." Yeah. There's a whole story where you see his mom and young Steve, and they're contacted by a woman, which is very interesting. That that yeah. entire stuff about his mom being uh, like an abused woman at at that point in time um and this other woman trying to help her uh like get her yeah. life together mm-hmm. i guess more or less is, is what was going on yeah um then, that was really interesting to me and then being it handed turns out that this woman is actually hydra. hydra here's what i really i really like the issue i thought i liked, I, I thought it was too. a really well done issue and i thought it in, in, introduced the a lot stuff, of really cool ideas i the, thought it was fun the stuff with red skull yeah um uh, which is is very easy to draw parallels to Red Skull's speech in sure. the underground yeah. maker to to Trump. Yep. Um, Hitler. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is what he's modeled after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. It was. I, I don't know. It was like I was. I was reading it. and I was like, okay, cool. Like this is. This seems yeah, very relevant. It was. It, it was very... very relevant. Like even the whole. The whole spiel when Red Skull is talking to them in basement. Basement, and he's like, everyone's so accepting. Everyone's so loving. Oh yeah. Like, and like you can't say anything about being called a bigot. I don't think that's right. And I was like, oh wow. This yeah. Is like and he was like, he's like, he's like, oh, like everyone's like using this like tolerance like as right. an excuse, and it's like. It's like, oh, oh well, this is great. This is really cool. Yeah, this is cool. And then I mean, obviously he's wrong. I'm not saying that it's cool what he's saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's a cool idea and it's well written. No one's saying anything. I just I just wanted Jesus. to cover my bases. Okay, because <laughs> uh, you are saying it's cool because you are a secret. You were just talking about I'm a huge bit earlier, so uh, yeah, it's true. Well, my dad's okay. Not gonna say that, but so anyway. Okay, <laughs> anyways. so anyways, uh, yeah. So the issue ends with with uh, Steve turning camera and saying like "Hail Hydra" and. Uh, Everyone's been very up in arms to the point of sending death threats, and don't, don't, guys, don't send death threats. Get out of here, you! Yeah, I don't ever send death threats for any of this because, uh, as much as I love this stuff, none of this stuff is real. We all need to remember that none of this stuff is real. Uh, Also, it changes all the time, all the time. time. And what I thought was funny is that even when uh, Rick Flag and those other two people are talking, also Rick Flag, who was crippled last time I saw him in a Guardians of the Galaxy comic, yeah. And had different colored hair. Yeah, I don't know. But you, they're talking, and now he's back on Earth. They're sharing stories, and they're even talking about like, oh yeah, Captain America was a werewolf this one time. Captain America was he this. Was. He was old. It was great. And, and Do like, you remember Werewolf Cap? Fuck yeah, I remember fucking Cap Wolf. <laughs> when Wolverine was hanging out with him yeah, for man, fucking, fucking feral reasons. Ah, uh, Werewolf Cap. It. Guys, if you have not read Werewolf Cap, it's a five issue, six issue miniseries. No, like, it's in the flagship. It's in. It's in. Uh, Cap Wolf is in the life Captain stuff. America. Yeah, isn't it? Is he? No, he, there was there when they started the the werewolf cap when they gave him like the the werewolf serum. Oh, you're right. There was that six issue yeah, miniseries. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Where, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think what you're thinking is is when they were talking about the hotline stuff where you had the, the pads, yeah, the yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah. But yeah. werewolf cap six issue miniseries. Go check it out. 
uh, right up there with Frankenstein. So like people, yeah, people were complaining like, oh my god, it's gonna be this, this way forever. He's gonna be Hydra forever. Like, no, even in the issue, they talked about how different it, everything always changes. Everything's, everything's gonna be fine. It's gonna everything be changes, great. but uh, also this is the first Remender, right? issue. No, this, no, this, no, this is uh, Spencer. 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 The arts. Uh, he has said fine. that yeah. like it's not a clone. It's not a alternate. Blah blah blah. Yeah, is, you, Steve Rogers. This is the Captain Hydra. Yeah, the thing for Which me is, is like, like, well, now how do we? How do you dig yourself out of this? How is that gonna? Ch- I, I mean, it's gonna change, but I'm interested to see how it's gonna change. I'm not interested enough that I didn't read the issue because I mean, it's just gonna change. I'll hear it from you guys. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like it, it. I don't really give a shit that he's a Hydra agent. That's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. It sounds like a really interesting story. Yeah, but I, I don't I really don't care just because I don't know if it's not. gonna be an interesting story. I mean, you read that page just, if you really. If, it I sounds mean, like, I feel like potential for interesting story. I feel like if you're smart, you read that page and you're like, oh, okay, cool. It's gonna be different soon. Let's just see where this goes. This yeah. is just the last. Yeah, page I mean, of the first issue. Spider-Man was Doc Ock too. For yeah. A year and a half. yeah, yeah. This is the first issue. Of this theme. What was that called the again? Spider World. Superior so, Spider-Man. That went on yeah, for right. so no, long. But, like, that I was interesting. Here's Spiderman. Uh, yeah. It didn't go on long enough. I like that. <laughs> oh. I, but I was shocked at how so, long I like Cyclops was a villain. Yeah. Mm. Fucking Green Lantern killed Coast City and took on the entire DCU. Superman's dead again. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's going to be guys, fine. The comics, the thing that, comics are a very strange world that is constantly changing and changing back and then changing again. That's the beauty it's, of it. Uh, but what really upsets it's me is always that in flux. when you're sending death threats to the creator yeah. and you're just... It, that's way too far. You can be I, upset. That's fine. You can be upset. I don't understand why you'd be upset, but when you can go that well, far... Because the thing is that... These are, are characters that mean a lot to people, and I understand that, and, and, and the things that they represent mean a lot to people, and they're all... That's what they are. They're representations of things. Yeah, of course. And that's a very lovely thing for you to grow attached to these things, mm-hmm. but always keep in mind that they don't belong to you. Yeah. They're not right. yours. They're owned by but, evil corporations. Yeah. But going that, back... That on top of everything, but they, well, they're not yours. Like, they you, you are privy to interpret them whichever way you will, and and they're always going to be changing. Yeah. They're, they're going to be different from time to time and they're not going to be exactly what you what you thought they were um i mean we do a bunch of like bitching and complaining here about things like that but we leave it in here like we yeah. don't it's not like we're yeah. going home and, and writing crazy emails to people and saying fuck you i'm gonna kill you batman's now 12 years old <laughs> like it's not it's you know what dumb I would, like? I would like everybody who was screaming and yelling about this online Go buy a copy of the book. That was yeah. something that that was it. Justin Jordan posted up. He's like, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice if everybody who who uh, who bitched about this would complain?" And that was one of the other things I saw was everyone was like, "Oh, this was written by two Jewish writers. How are you gonna like?" Uh, or it was created by two Jewish uh, creators. How are you gonna like yeah. change him t- into a Nazi that way? And it's like, well, I mean, wait and see. He's been a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Like if uh, this this is this isn't the craziest thing. Yeah, He's been no. a werewolf. Uh, he, he stopped being Captain America for a rogue. while. Yeah. Uh, like Eddie, what was your favorite meme? That's how we. Started. Oh yeah. yeah, my favorite meme was him. Instead of saying Hell Hydra, says like, "Well, the original Ghostbusters meant no, a lot I, to me." I, I yeah, saw that. Yeah. I saw that would make me laugh so, so hard. Funny. I'm like, uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, this is. Ex- I mean, this. 
My favorite has been so far, it's four panels. The first one being regular Captain America, Hail Hydra. And then the next one is like Batman, I shot my parents. (laughs) Spider-Man, fuck responsibility. Yeah. And then I forgot the fourth one. I saw that. Somebody posted up and it was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And somebody posted that up and they were like, it's this, it's that ridiculous. And I'm like, it's the first issue, man. Like, calm down. Or that's not a cliffhanger. And it was well, it was well done. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like they shoehorned that in. Everyone that I've read that's like a writer for like one of the the companies has been like it's the first issue let's see where it goes yeah or like i understand your anger towards this but it's 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 just a sales gimmick and it's working because all of you were talking about it and posting about it yeah we sold out like we did not expect to sell out i am more upset about rebirth than i am about this (laughs) and let's let's segue into that dave baker tell us about rebirth So, uh, DC Comics' big uh, reboot came out this week. Uh, Is it a reboot? It's a fucking reboot. Don't even come at me. I wasn't going to argue with that. Good. Because it's absolutely... It never was. It is absolutely a reboot. Like, what's the definition of reboot? A reorganization of continuity in a big event. That's exactly what this is. This this book... um, This. Which, which, spoilers, complete spoilers. Um, So, I think, I feel like... The, the, Do you want to give the explanation? So the big the big crossover came out this week, 80-page giant uh, DC Universe Rebirth. Jeff Johns, big mastermind, all-star artist, 80-page comic. That's Which I'm going to throw this out there now. It wasn't badly written. That's that's the saddest thing about this. No, that's not the saddest thing about this, but that's one of the saddest things about this. No, it's the, I, but the execution is irrelevant. So yeah. the, the, the point of this book is that... Hope and optimism need to be brought back. It's basically a very, very passive-aggressive fuck you, Zack Snyder. Jeff Johns, like, <laughs> who is in love with uh, the golden age of comics. Um, so, Jeff Johns, so, who, used to, so, who used to work at... Um, uh, where do you, he worked at, before he started doing comics, he worked... Uh, he was Richard Donner's assistant. Yes, Richard Donner's assistant. Um, uh, so he's enamored with a certain... Era. State of, of the DC Universe. Um, as was shown through his Justice Society run, mm-hmm. his Wally Superman West run, stuff. his yeah Superman stuff, the man Strike. bleeds DC. Um, yeah, uh, he he isn't a bad writer either. He's mm-hmm. probably written some of my favorite things. Green his Green Lantern run was that fantastic. New Fifty Two Aquaman, that yeah, early those, Aquaman. Those first five so issues good. were awesome. Yeah, I really like those first five issues. Mm-hmm. That being said. He, for some reason, has found it necessary, whether it be him or editorially, found it necessary to have the point of contention here and point of despair be, I guess, the figurehead for that be the Watchmen universe? Yeah, basically, so the point of the book is that DC, from an editorial point of view, wants to get away from the new 52 because it's not selling well. And they've basically given the reins to Jeff Johns to do whatever he wants. So Jeff Johns' big idea is let's basically remake everything to be more inclusive, to take some stuff that was removed from continuity and put it back in, and more importantly, make things not as dark and grim and dour and more upbeat. Uh, The explanation of which is that the New 52 timeline was a pocket universe created by Dr. Manhattan, Manhattan, which is theft. They should not have the rights to do 
anything involving the Watchmen characters. Dr. Manhattan at the end of before Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan number four is when he apparently created this is what they're alluding to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is so, there a scene in the, yeah, in the book? At the end of the book, yeah. he like is crouching down and goes like this, and these little like universes like spiral out of his hands. Um, but the point being, in case people don't know, because I feel like this <laughs> that conversation... That sounds so dumb to me. <laughs> it is. It's, it's dumb. It's, it's something that you would see on like a fan fiction board. Right. Yeah, because that's what these are, because they shouldn't have the rights to use these fucking characters. So in case anybody doesn't know, The Watchmen in 86 was a creator-owned book. Mm-hmm. DC was trying to mitigate some bad publicity in the mid-80s, so they were saying, okay, we're going to really push forward. We, Frank Miller just did his big creator-owned book through us, uh, Ronin. We're going to do another one with Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. It's creator-owned. They own the characters. We're just publishing or putting it out. We're trying to foster a new They put creative. it out through Vertigo, right? Uh, no, Vertigo was wasn't DC. A, yeah, DC. Oh, Vertigo did, wasn't oh, okay. a thing yet. Um, so we're putting this out, but the way the contract's worded, is that DC would own the rights to the Watchmen until it went out of print, and then the rights would revert to uh, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Did not know this. Mm -hmm. But because it's the most acclaimed, (laughs) highest-selling, highest-quality comic maybe ever made, it's never gone out of print because it's always been sold, period. So because of that, the rights never reverted to Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, therefore they never got their fucking book so that enabled uh dc to produce ephemeral articles in the 80s like t-shirts and a role-playing game and miniatures and watchmen babies (laughs) and because of that uh they didn't give they were shitty and didn't give any royalties to alan moore and dave gibbons which caused the fissure making uh alan moore not want to write for them anymore and because it's never gone out of print they still technically have the rights to use the characters and that's why we got before Watchmen and the Watchmen movie and all that bullshit. That is a real shady. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're just using them in the universe, which is straight up theft. It's also like, it's also just like, do you have, are you out of ideas? Like, have you <laughs> fucked up this bad that you have to bring in these characters? Like, it was fine. It wasn't fine that you did before Watchmen. But you did that. I can forgive you for that. You did it. And then now you're going to bring, you're going to bring them back. And now they're going to be in the universe. Now Dr. Manhattan is responsible for everything. Like you're putting, Dr. Manhattan is God now in that, in this universe. And that's not at all what like it should many, have been. How many fucking comic books were on Time's 100 greatest novels of the 20th century? Right. Just the one. Just the one. Just Watchmen. And it's not, I don't even think it's the greatest comic book ever made. I and think so it's fucking amazing, it just, but I don't think it's like... It's the, just so much disrespect. Exactly. Like and, It doesn't need to be there. And they already have like 12 like analogous characters that they've made as various incremental ripoffs of yeah. the Watchmen. Like the multiversity issue that Grant Morrison did. You could use Captain Adam from that as this character. Oh, yeah. That oh, issue yeah. was fucking fantastic. I love multiversity. Yeah. I love almost every issue. And that issue was like the biggest fuck you to <laughs> Alan Moore I've ever read. And it's yeah. entertaining as shit. But it's not with actual Watchmen characters. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to point out again for the listeners to keep in mind that the anger is coming from the fact that it is a creator-owned thing. Because I feel like it's... If I were to listen to this and not pay super attention, I would just be like... Why are they mad about this? They were just uh, fighting for Captain America just yeah, a second ago. This is, the point is, something, that should, is, this is something that Dave and I were be talking about on Tuesdays. Because like, we applied to the DC internship programs. We both write comics. And for 
are I think you brought the fear of like if I create an IP or a character at DC that they use, they can do whatever they fuck they want with it. I mean, and, and that's, that's not the, what I want. That's the total to risk. That's the abs- I mean, I would. That's what happens when you were friendly. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah that's I know, but still, it's just still it's, it's, it's more. The concern for me is that it's so hyper slapdash right now over there. Like it's terrifying. Yeah. Like. And it makes it so hard because I love Jeff Johns. I love that guy. He's a great writer. He's on top of the world right now. I love it. He's a great writer. He's a great guy, too. Like, every time I've met him, he's been super fucking nice. He was really nice to me. I've met him, like, two or three times. Every time, super nice. But this is such a bullshit dick move for no reason. Especially coming from someone like him, who is very revenant of these, like, sources and, and, and the things that they represent and where they come from. For him to be like, yeah, no, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah, he, I don't even think he might. I don't even think he thinks of it that way. I think that he just thinks like, oh, this is a cool idea, let's do this. You know, I don't even think it's more of just like a not, fuck you. It, he he seems not, like such I a fanboy. I don't need the Watchmen universe no. interacting with my. Friends. No one I don't does. need my chocolate no one does. and my peanut butter. Absolutely I not. Just, and it's so it's just so sad. Like it's, it's kind of pathetic, honestly, because like for you to do Flashpoint and then do New Fifty Two and then now do another reboot, it's like. You guys aren't confident in any of your decisions. Well, the thing. Well, no, it's not even that they're not confident. It's that this, none of them have worked. The, okay. The, the thing I get with, that. The I, thing I, with this book, more than anything, the entire book, and, and we've talked about this, you and I, Dave, it feels like him going, like, you took Wally West away from me, you took <laughs> Justice Society away from me with New 52, you took the things that I built, and then took them away from me and did New 52 with Jim Lee and, 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 and you guys. Did you and all those guys? Did you and all those guys? And I, I did not like it. And I'm bringing everything back because the in- narration throughout the entire book is Wally West, mm-hmm. which Johns had, a- and he goes to see Johnny Lightning. Yeah, he goes to see Johnny Lightning, which is a Just Society member. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a they allude to the Legion of Superheroes. Um, yeah, and he they even, definitely there's did. even he even did an interview. He did an interview where he was maybe it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where he was saying like. Somebody asked him about the new Fifty Two, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, I worked on Justice Society for nine years. Kind of bums me out that that stuff's not in continuity anymore." Yeah, he's he's in love. He's in love with certain things, and that's that's fine. It's just, but I am too. Just, I no, love yeah, yeah. Justice Society. Like, I why did, isn't I did. that shit in continuity? But using the Watchmen to do it is not the way to do it. No, and like and like I said, this entire book is him going like, "I'm bringing that stuff back." Which excites me. I love that he's bringing that stuff back. It's just what Dave said. Don't use the watch. Why are you doing it this way? <laughs> this entire book would have been so good if you had they're, left. They're all just that reaching. They're out. reaching. They're they're literally saying, okay, what else can we do? What else like how else can we restart this universe that kind of makes sense that we can just give to the readers and, and sell to news. them? Yeah. Like what? Else, like they're gonna reach for something. Like if this doesn't work, sold out. Also, they're gonna reach for something else too, and it's gonna make us even more mad. Also, the other things with this rebirth stuff. Uh, New Fifty Two Superman's dead. Superman from a parallel universe that's pre Fifty Two is now, in, is this now in this universe with Lois. That so there's another and Lois, they have a kid. and they have a child who's also got superpowers. Uh, that happened in Justice League Fifty, I think, and that's why everyone's picking that that issue. I'm no, the totally Justice sure. League 51 is Justice the League 50, Owlman death, yeah, where Doc Manhattan kills Owlman. Yeah, kills Owlman and... And, and Metron. Yeah, Metron. Um, in the Mobius chair. In the Mobius chair. And then uh, Pandora gets killed in in this... Rebirth. In Rebirth. Same way that, that, that uh, Rorschach got killed with the yeah. explosion. Um, 
Wally West is back in continuity, um, and apparently there's two Wallys mm-hmm. from two separate siblings of Iris mm-hmm. um, that have never met each other. Yeah. Uh, sounds very messy. Are you overwhelmed? Also, there is three Jokers. There's three Jokers. There's three Jokers, and the three Jokers are the Jerry Robinson Joker, Mm -hmm. right? The uh, Alan Moore Joker, Mm -hmm. which Moore, again, fuck you, Alan Moore. Uh, (laughs) And the Capullo Joker. And then the Capullo Joker. Yeah. Um, I I don't care about that at all either. Like, why would you do that? I'm so tired of Joker. I'm so tired. Well... I, I really like Capullo's Joker. Lot, huh? um, Capullo's Joker was great. I thought I thought Death of the Family Joker was great, but beyond yeah, yeah, yeah. that, I was fine. I didn't so need anymore. Uh, yeah, Death of the Family didn't really do anything for me. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I loved it because I wasn't reading any of the other bat books. Because same. nobody, yeah. nobody acknowledged any of. Also, that, that first yeah. that yeah. first issue of that but arc like, is terrifying. I, yeah, I think the really Joker well was done. like truly yeah. terrifying. I'm truly in terrifying. Those issues. Yeah. That's, that's what that's, made it. That's great. But like at the end, it was like, to me. Batman didn't tell you about that thing. Right. Batman yeah. didn't tell us about that thing. Man, fuck him. Yeah. And everybody got mad at him and left him like, and rode on their motorcycles away. But, yeah. Well, I mean, but he's wasn't, Batman, and all of you know what kind of a dick dad he, he is to yeah. you. Wasn't the the thing that Why he you didn't tell now? him though <laughs> was that he knew who all of them were. That the Joker's been like, yeah, that like he because I feel like that's. I don't remember. It's been a while since I read. I yeah, haven't read it's, it since it came out. Bruce but it was... goes to Arkham and takes off his mask and says, "Do you know who I am?" And the Joker looks at him and says, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You're Bruce Wayne or something. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, you're, you're Batman. Yeah, it's 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 the eternal game. More than anything, not not Death of the Family, but the Joker story that followed that was it. Endgame. Yeah, it was more oh, interesting to me. Endgame was more interesting one. to me. Just mm. the way that ended. Was better to to me just because I love their dynamic. Yeah, I love them as a pair, Batman and Joker. Real tired of Joker though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't well, Scott Snyder's right in him. There's three of them yeah. now. Even more to love. Are you sure you're tired? Because <laughs> we got three. Uh, well, we don't have three. It's that he's been three people at in certain points in time. Like there was a Joker in the quote unquote fifties. It's but aren't they all going to be now in the? Are they going to be on this timeline though? In this? No, 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 no. no. Well, it's basically in just Rebirth, over the course of, oh. or at least that's what I took from. Well, it. in Rebirth, there was that scene where he's looking. Or is it Rebirth or, yeah, or just like it, it's one the, of the two? But he's like, oh, the Joker's been apprehended here. Oh, and the Joker's also over here. Yeah, no. And he's like, yeah, are there no, two Jokers? Rebirth. Alfred's like, are there two Jokers? That's Rebirth. And Batman's like, there's three. And he's like, what is like? He's like, what is that about? And he's that's like, what I, I thought, have yeah. no idea. They're Rebirth. So they are all alive. Three in the same place, in the same universe. I don't understand. I, you're right. I completely blocked that out. Yeah. I was thinking of it as like they were three different people. At, but I mean, wasn't yeah. that also that part of Endgame that he's been around forever? Yeah, but that was like a lie. A different, yeah, yeah. That was him. Mm-hmm. Like the point was like. He's also, been that's New Fifty Two, and that's gone now. Oh yes, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do, do, does that mean that these are going to be Fuck. different timeline jokers, kind of like Old Man Logan? Yeah. And, like they're the, different multiverse Which is Which is what I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out if this is just... it's. It almost feels like when they brought the world after Secret Wars, this feels like that, where it's like, look at these two pieces of Play-Doh. We mashed them together. Now try to figure out what color's which. And it's like, <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I'll give Derek that. That... That ending wasn't entirely clear. Still not sure what the world is. It's never is, clear whenever I mean, they do trans- sure. like like 
fucking super dimensional like we're redoing it. it's just yeah. it's, that that's never clear so that being said rebirth why you gotta put watchmen in there yeah and it's just so disappointing like i watchmen babies if we get a watchmen babies book i'll say it's fine Scotty Young Watchmen Babies book. That would be. I want I want a little Watchmen from uh, what? What did the, they do? The little Teen Titans and uh, Chibi Watchmen, Little Hellboy, Tiny Titans, Tiny uh, Titans. Oh yeah, uh, our Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get a, a little a little Watchmen, I'd be okay. No, you wouldn't. And I wouldn't. That was a joke. <laughs> but I, the, you're joking about that. But so many people aren't. Yeah. Like so many people don't care how the sausage is made as long as it tastes good. Yeah. Like so many people don't give a fuck about Jack Kirby's. Estate. And I mean, they don't give a fuck about. All they know is that Stan Lee makes the comics. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I had. I was at a signing. I was at a Zine Fest last weekend. I was at Zine Queens selling my books. This guy walks up and he's like, "In 1978, me and three of my friends." created a black superhero and we went to New York and we were going to go have a meeting with Stan Lee and he was going to publish our comic and when we got to the Marvel offices uh, our parents were there and they were really pissed and they took us back to Georgia where we were from uh, but Stan Lee he was going to publish our comics because at that point in time there were no uh, no, no, no brothers in the comics there's no brothers in the comics but now if you look at the way Stan Lee's making his comics it's brothers everywhere man it's brothers everywhere that's because of me and I was like dude and Lee's almost dead. <laughs> what are you talking about? Also, <laughs> none of that. None of that's how it works. None of that's how it works. No, but that is the common misconception, that, and I know because I hear it all the time whenever I'm at cons. Stan Lee, uh, creator of Marvel Comics. Stan Lee, uh, creator like, of the Fantastic he, Four and Captain America. No, no, and... like creator of Marvel Comics. Mm. Who runs Marvel Comics? And I'm like, he does not. I was at a, I was at a, I was watching Avengers. That's not how that no, works. so I was watching Civil War with um with my, one of my friends who doesn't know a lot about, a lot about comics. And when Stanley made his co- his cameo as the FedEx guy, I was like, hey, hey that's Stanley, the worst guy <laughs> of all time. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, sorry, you don't understand. Fuck that, that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy so hard. <laughs> I hate it so much. So much, st- but rebirth, um, rebirth, yeah, yeah. So it's a mess, and it's uh, it sucks. Did you guys read any other books this week? I read, I read, no, read no. neither of those books that we just talked about, but I got two books that are real. I'm gonna be positive about. All right, this, I've got I've book, got two books that I can be positive about yeah, as well. This episode has been real negative. I I'm two sorry, everyone. I, I don't mean to quick. be negative. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, it's a. Uh, necessary negativity. It's an appropriate yeah. negativity. Yeah. Word. Go for the uh, go for the books, my friend. Uh, I read Nighthawk mm-hmm. from Marvel. Yeah, written by David F. Walker and artist Ramon, Ramon Villalobos, my Lobos. friend. Yeah. Love that guy. The reason I the art's really good in that. I saw. It. Yeah, I saw it. It, it kind of it reminded me of uh, Frank Quietly a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank Quietly but and Chris Burnham. It's own way. Yeah, uh, no, I picked this book up because of you and your Thanks, tweet, man. and uh, yeah, apparently no, a lot of awful total white bullshit. guys. So yeah, so uh, Ramon Villalobos, who um, was a guy I met in Northern California, he's been drawing comics for a long time. Um, he's he's very about diversity in comics and making sure that everyone's represented and that diverse and unique creators and are, are creating comics. And he's one of them. He's he's Hispanic and um, very very cool guy, very right, upstanding guy. The first few pages, he showed a, pre- a preview of Nighthawk on uh, on Facebook because he drew it, um, and 
the first few pages are about this uh, white supremacist white supremacist group group talking about um, basically a Trayvon Martin situation where uh, a kid gets shot and um, and they're they're talking down uh, talking down on, on kid on the black kids and black people and how they're shooting each other and how like who cares about black kids whatever and the response on his Facebook comments were so terrible. Like it was a whole bunch of white guys talking about like, oh, is this going to be another uh, another book talk, you know, telling us how to live our lives and and not be white? It's going to be more people condemning white people and cops and stuff like that. And it was like another I liberal, yeah, anti white guy book. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, that is the worst. Like everyone should pick up that book just because of those reactions. Like you have no like, what is? I, it made me so angry. Yeah, yeah, I put it that's, on Facebook. That's... I put it on Facebook and Twitter. I was like, "This is bullshit." For like a creator to get that kind of flack is garbage. But anyway, and I so I read it and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like it's, it's really good. It's so it's so super cool. Super violent, so yeah. angry. I fucking loved it. It was really it was, really cool. It like it it made me sad, but also like it's so good. It's so like fueled. Yeah, it's 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 I violent. It's angry. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love him, yeah. and uh, I'm friends with him on Facebook too, and I love. He's, he he posted something yesterday that was just really simple and really, like, c- kind of exactly where I'm at in life. Where yeah. he was like, I am uh, almost 50, and my dreams are finally coming true. Wow. Don't buy into the myth of youth. Wow. <laughs> you just gotta fucking, like, grind on that shit, and eventually yeah. it'll happen. I'm all about that grind. Me too, man. Yeah. Like, I, I... I just... I feel like... I'm never doing enough. I feel like I'm not where I should be. Everybody feels that way, right? Mm-hmm. But when a dude like that, and I fucking love his Shaft stuff. It's fucking stellar. He is a great writer. He has a really great point of view. And when he's like, yeah, I'm old as fuck and finally getting my yeah. break. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing all right. Yeah. I make a living as a writer. I make my comics. They're read by people. Yeah. Somewhere. You're okay. It's fine. Yes. That's, I'm just doing it. I'm doing Satan's yeah. work. Need, I'm going out. <laughs> need to be reminded every so often. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, but Nighthawk is a lot of fun. I hope, to, yeah, I want to see so where good. it keep, go, keeps going. I think everyone should pick it up because it's really, really cool. I think it flew under a lot of people's radar. Mm. The thing that I didn't get is, uh, is he in the normal universe now? The, yeah, yeah so, he came, yeah, from, so. He, came he came from, he came from the Squadron Supreme universe exactly. and he like lives yeah. in ours now? Yeah, that's when all yeah. this stuff was like getting mashed together, Secret Wars stuff. So. Okay. There's some stuff I'm like, oh. there's like a Hyperion book How is he too, rich right? if he's from yeah, this different universe? Yeah, but he was or... in our universe prior to that. Was he? Yeah, or the 616 universe um, during the Jonathan Hickman run on Avengers. Oh, he got pulled yeah, out of that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, right. He like left his like wife and kid behind, I think, and then like got pulled got into our world. I, that, um, that's what yeah. I wanted to bring up. There's an ad in here for Geico that is like the <laughs> shittiest drawing in the world. And I, it may, like when I got to this page, I thought, what do they think of comics <laughs> that that was <laughs> put in there? Oof. Unless yeah, it was done like by a child, by it's like an executive child, maybe no. Someone's but. someone's cousin made that, and they're like, "Hey, uh, your cousin draws, right? Here's a check. Yeah. Okay. Can you draw a lizard with a cape? Yeah. Give him a call real quick. <laughs> See if we can do this. Yeah. Where's Ernie? <laughs> no. What's Ernie doing? Uh, uh, yeah, I I what? picked up uh, Doctor Strange as well, but Doctor I have Strange? I have not read it yet. It's I'm really real good. behind. I'm that, only, I have them all, but I've only read up to four. Chris Bacalo. Oh, I know, man. This this comic. Could be all just word balloons that like are reciting Smash Mouth songs, and uh, <laughs> I would still buy it yeah, just for his art. Is so good. 
uh, it would just. But that's this the is, best this, way to describe that. Somebody wants yeah. to. It could just be that. Yeah. Over, somebody yeah. wants to. I would just be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that, magic. Magic. That being said, while reading this issue, we've talked about this before, but it made me curious to look at like the 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 process of the art mm-hmm. from like pencils to inking to to, to coloring. His is really great because. Too. Well, that's that's what I, I want to see because I love the art. His art has consistently be good, been he good did, in every book I've read. Good. But he did a, he did he's got like a long list of inkers here, and the colors are really what like make it. He colors more himself, great. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, he's got two other people coloring with him. So he like, did a bunch of stellar work on on not that I'm X Men like, and then yeah, 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 but you just want to just like yeah. really great work on exactly. On yeah, and Wolverine like, the X Men is incredible. I love I love that book. That book had like great writing too. Nobody inks. Him like Richard Friend. Nobody inks Chris Bacala like Richard Friend. Like Tim Townsend, he's good. He's solid. He's got like five or four. But you can tell That's what's sometimes. Me curious about it. You can tell when when Tim Townsend's phoning it in. Like, <laughs> like Tim Townsend spends a shitload of time on those double page spreads, and then is like, oh, it's people sitting in a room talking. All right, cool. I'm gonna um, breeze through these. Uh, that being said. <laughs> Last days of magic. No, I wanted to oh. bring up that that guy that I sent you on Facebook. Oh man, yeah. So this what is, was his name. Is I can't Moses remember. Lopez. Moses, Moses Lopez. <laughs> Moses Lopez blocked me on Facebook. Did he really? Yes, he fucking blocked me. <laughs> so because. the story here is that. Uh, and I, I, again, I don't know I, who, if you're listening okay. to this, how in touch with the comic book scene you are. But the best thing about co- the world of comics is that is you it's can, a small community it's a small and everybody community, fucking knows each other. Everybody guys. knows each everybody other, and you can become friends with people very easily and uh, interact with them on the internet, um, which is beautiful. I, I, that's how I've gotten a bunch of really cool pull quotes and made friends with a lot of really nice people. I was online and um, I was on Facebook, and, and somebody had posted up. This, this post that was like, the way to get into comics is just don't be Moses Lopez. And I was like, who the fuck are they talking about? And I wow. think it was Jonathan Galpino who posted that up, which is, he, he works for DC. Um, but I looked up this guy's name, looked up his Facebook, and it was like, look, man, when your art's not that great, you just got to kind of like admit it to yourself mm-hmm. and keep at it and and do better. And I and and never undervalue yourself. I, I will say that never undervalue yourself, but understand your abilities. And this dude had basically made a Facebook status that was a pricing chart, so basically to uh, inform people what his page rates were. And it was four lines. It was a page is a thousand dollars. A splash page fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. A cover was like twenty one hundred. Uh, and I don't remember what the fourth thing was, but there was four things. Yeah. And everybody, every heavy hitter in the fucking comic book industry was just dogging this dude. J. Scott Campbell. Um, fucking Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson. Dan Pinosian. <laughs> Dan Pinosian. Like. Fucking everybody was up on this dude's thread. Like, just. Just With clowning, the most sarcasm. Clowning this fucking fool. Clowning his face. It was amazing. Thank you, sir. Dude, one guy was on there and posted a different a link to a different thread going like they're roasting you over here too. Like <laughs> fucking this guy 
He's, oh my god. But is he, he's also, I assume he's also like an asshole that's like, no, fuck you, my art's amazing. Yeah. Got basically. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise, like, you're making me feel bad for the guy. No. But if that's no. his response to that, um, then it's one. I wish we could Jay, read, I would read, Jay, the, I would read Jay the Scott comments, Campbell. but I commented, I would watch a reality TV show of this thread, and he blocked me instantly. <laughs> J. Scott Campbell posted on, on his thread, uh, I think, which was the most like poignant part of the thread, was like, no one's telling you to undervalue yourself like like it's it's fine charge whatever you want but understand that nobody knows who you are you're not a commodity and the the rate that you're charging is probably Bonkers. probably what like the the five percent of like the the top five percent of the comic book industry like get jim lee jim yeah. lee gets paid that and alex ross yeah alex ross gets paid more than that yeah oh, but alex gets... <laughs> but those guys are proven commodities that have been slugging yeah. away yeah. in the industry it, for 20 years yeah it's one of those like, like me going unnamed. into an aerospace engineering <laughs> firm and being like guys i want two million a year plus my own audi <laughs> and then being like well i have a telescope yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I brought my model of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> um, it's just <sighs> when you're starting off. When you're starting off as an artist, you, I mean, you know, yeah. like what, like you just, you just I don't get paid that. I don't get paid that at all. Don't under like, and I guess this is enough. Don't undervalue yourself, but yeah, but but don't be set be set realistic. realistic page rates. I, I bet if anything, if this guy was really thought about it, he would ask advice and say, you know, how much should I be charging for? These he's pages? apparently learning. To, or he's studying to be a lawyer. Oh, studying to be a lawyer. I love it. I love it. So good. Okay, I want to hear your opinion, Dave, on on starting off as an artist and how you came about like figuring your page rates and your your like what what was your like okay like this is so when you're making stuff, especially collaborating with other people, there's three there's three quadrants that you can hmm. do stuff in. It's either the love quadrant, the exposure quadrant, <laughs> or the money quadrant. Everybody wants you to work in the exposure quadrant. Yeah. That's nine times out of ten. Probably ten times out of ten. A bad idea. Uh, What's the, a bad idea? I'm sorry. Uh, when you're making stuff with people, uh, there's three quadrants that you can do yeah. the work for. The love quadrant, because you just love the person or you love the project or whatever. Right. The exposure quadrant, because it's going to benefit you in the long run. Yep. Or the money quadrant. Okay. Because it'll actually like pay you something. Because your ass needs to eat. And the yeah. money <laughs> quadrant. The money, yeah. It's, so nine times out of ten, exposure, usually a bad idea. Yep. But sometimes it pays off. Like if churches were to come to me tomorrow and be like, hey, you want to draw a thing for us? We can't really pay you. I would do it because churches is a very big band. Yeah. Um, Love churches. I thought you were talking okay. about like, 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 like religious church? churches. He's, he's, oh, he's yeah. talking about church's chicken. Yeah, yeah, Church's Chicken. If Church's Chicken came to me, I'd be like, man, I fucking love it. I don't. JK, Popeyes for Popeyes. life. Popeyes for life. Um, I like, I like uh, Pioneer. I'd have never had Pioneer. Anyways. Okay. Uh, anyway. Chicken. Uh, the love quadrant is um, nine times out of ten always going to be rewarding. So if it doesn't matter. It's the if best it, quadrant. It's the best quadrant because even if the thing doesn't make money, you still had fun. You still got to work with people, whatever. The money quadrant. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to get paid what you're worth, regardless. When you're it's starting, not, when you're starting in comics, you really want to be working in the love quadrant, and that's kind of honestly all you will be working in. 
Like, be sure to have a job. Yep. Be sure to have a job. Yeah, you need to have a job. If you're lucky, sometimes you'll be in the love quadrant getting some money. Yes. Yep. And what people, I feel like, don't understand, this is something I definitely didn't understand when I first started, is that it takes a while. Like, you're going to be grinding and working, unless you get a big break somehow, for a while. So it's best to be working in that love quadrant. And that's the thing, um, which is, I feel like, the thing that nobody really does is put yourself out there. Yeah. Like really, honestly, earnestly, for the love of God, put yourself out there because nobody's going to sell you no. but you. put yourself out there. Put you put yourself everywhere you can, you know, and make things that you want to read, make things that you want to you wanna watch and look at. Specifically in comics. Yeah. Like, it's different, I feel like, in the edi- editorial world because yeah. they have money there. So you should not work for free in the editorial <laughs> world. No, you no. You shouldn't. No. I mean, even if it's 50 bucks, they have something. <laughs> um, in the comics world, the person might not have any money. You no, might not I'm, have I'm, any, I don't, spe- I'm specifically like yeah. speaking as, as like a, a, a comics person, not as a comics person, but like uh, from like I guess the writer artist. when you're when you're when you're an artist, like I feel like, and it happens a lot when I go to conventions where I see where I walk some by somebody's booth and they're just like either they just don't acknowledge me or they just don't pay attention to me, and it's like you have work here and it's gorgeous and I would like to learn more about this. But it's it's like why yeah. talk to me, interact with me like you sell yourself to me like please put yourself out there yeah and I feel like when, the it, comes love to, of God, when it comes to this guy that we're talking about what's his name Moses Moses like, Lopez this guy this guy wants to be in the money quadrant and that's never why you get into comics yeah no shit yeah because there is barely any money in comics like <laughs> yeah, you nothing yeah yeah it's and unless so, you're getting unless you're getting your rights stripped away from you. The comics industry as a whole is probably the love quadrant. Right? Oh yeah, the Definitely. few people that I that I know that are actually like like we actually work on like books for any of the companies that actually get paid. They're just like, this is great. I, I get paid this much. It, it's awesome. I yeah, can, I can I can sleep somewhere and eat. Yeah, the story I it's, always it's the dream. The story <laughs> I always I always go back to about that is when Brandon Graham uh, was living in New York. Yeah. He lived in a tiny like. 300 square foot studio apartment by himself making porn and he <laughs> literally had enough money to pay for the rent electricity and straight up ramen and yeah. he would go to his friend's house who had a fax machine and like or scanner and he would scan all the shit there and send it to his editors and he could grind it out so he was down to the dollar of how much money it would take him to live and then get enough money to live for the next month making porn and then the next month <laughs> ask Ask people their stories on, especially people who have been in the industry for a while, about being a struggling artist or still being a struggling yeah. artist. Yeah, and everybody in the industry is still struggling. Everybody has, like, the best stories, and everybody's stories are always really different. Like, it's like, I have, I mean, the core is always like, I have barely enough money to do blank, but this is how I'm getting by. I'm doing this thing, or, like, I'm living here. Yeah. On Wednesdays, and on Tuesdays I live here, right. and on Thursdays I draw here for, like, 24 hours. When I, uh, before I got the studio movie that I wrote, I, uh, my, my girlfriend at the time, uh, had gone, she was a, she was a farmer, so she'd gone up to NorCal for like three months to work on a farm. Mm. So I was here and like just 
trying to find, like I was working, writing commercials, but they weren't all that steady. So I had like no money, but I also didn't have the girlfriend situation to worry about. So I was like... Saving so much money? Yeah. Well, I just decided (laughs) that I wasn't going to spend any money because I didn't have any money to spend. So if I just told myself I wasn't going to spend it, it was easier to stomach. So I spent, and I lived on $30 a week, period. Yeah, which is very possible, guys. It's yeah. I, I, It was like I had it timed down to where I would spend $20 on groceries and $10 on gas, and that was it. And $10 I would li- on gas? The fuck? I know, because I barely drove anywhere. You know what's, mm. what's, So I would just like live in my house, and I wrote like fucking six screenplays you know in that fucking three months. What's, what's always funniest to me is uh, meeting people who like, get used to that type of lifestyle and then when they finally start getting money like they stick with that kind of lifestyle oh yeah and it's like i have all this money now i'm still eating ramen i'm just it's just me now this is me now forever yeah 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 i think that's why everyone was was ragging on him because because all of them struggled i'm sure to get to where they are just got campbell everyone yeah grinded and they were like and they're like, look at this guy. Like, he thinks he can do it all like this. Nah, dog. Sorry yeah. about it. And There's also, no way. Really, like, his or is your, god awful. It's yeah. awful. It's yeah. The really quality bad. and the approach is what also, like, changes it. If, right. if at least it was stylized or he had an understanding of anatomy, yeah. I might be like... That page rate's still <laughs> ridiculous. That is... No, ludicrous. no, yeah, yeah. But, like, if, if means, his work... one issue of a book costs $22,000. Yeah. You are not worth... Nobody fucking yeah. pays you that. Nobody... Nobody. I don't know anybody who gets paid that a page. Maybe like Fiona Staples because it's an image deal, so they get royal like all the money. You think she makes that? I they make they make good money on that book. Oh really? I, I guarantee you. Same thing with like fucking uh, Walking Dead. Oh yeah, they make for sure. Good course, yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's like the top, but those are those. I mean, that's like yeah, that's like yeah. top selling independent. Like that's not. It doesn't have. That doesn't happen. Right. It right. Does right. Not happen. Yeah. 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 Saga is just yeah, because it's it's Walking Dead saga and then everything I don't know else. What else. Yeah, yeah. But Doctor Strange is great. Doctor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Uh, it's a really fun. Uh, I got a I got a tweet from Nathaniel. He's a great dude. Nathaniel. Listen to the show. Uh, up, he's asking Nathaniel? me. I think Sorry, we talked about again Jesus last episode. Uh, uh, he asked like, "What are some good Doctor Strange books?" And I was like, "Oh." There's not out there. That's, not that they're what, not are you good. Serious? Not that they're not good, but available to buy. That are they're, ha- they're available to find the easily. Strange, the strange tales stuff or the the no, tales but of yeah, but where it's like in print that you that, can yeah, totally like diamond. Yeah, the the fucking masterworks are in print. Um, oh, I think no. the oath is like one of the few ones. The oath, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, and uh, Don't Pay the Ferryman are like the three that is are the oath? consistently. The oath Brian is still in print. Yeah, it's in print. Yeah, it's in print. No, but. Everything else beyond that is like so yeah. scarce. It's like yeah. it's like Mondo posters. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> Mondo posters. You what? can get it like on Amazon or something. But it's like for some reason sixty dollars. Like, like yeah. the the, dis- the distributing giant that is Diamond is not carrying. So the, the monopoly. You yeah. Mean? yeah, the completely legal and yeah, which monopoly. I still do not understand. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's actually been like something I've been talking about a lot lately. I remember like, when I learned... how do we form a distro company, like a real distribution company, and how do we get a comic book union? I there remember... needs to be a fucking union. I remember when I started learning about like monopolies, like uh, in in economics. Were you playing when I was Monopoly? In high school? No, uh, I. <laughs> I was there was like dollars. I loved those. <laughs> I remember thinking about it and I'm going, but 
there's a lot of companies that just run everything by the, on themselves. Why is nobody checking that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in high school like, and I know this. Welcome to evil. Yeah. Like sunglasses. <laughs> everything we're teaching you is a lie. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't do this, but it's happening. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Just make sure you don't do it. <laughs> Please. Don't fucking don't be that dick. Yeah. Or what if those giant monopolies are paying the schools to teach us not to do that so they don't have any competition? <laughs> <laughs> but this current run of Doctor Strange is really great. It's really great. It's yeah. really, really great. Um, All right. I read... Yeah. Uh, oh, are we wrapping up? Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh. No, we can wrap up. Eddie. I gotta go. We know you have to go. <laughs> All right, real up? quick then. Real up. quick. Go. Skate Man. By Neil. Oh yeah. yes! Oh my really god! Good. Someone came in today saying, "Hey, are there any good comics with people who ride rollerblades?" Yes. And I could not remember the comic Skate that Man. you were talking. Skate Man. So if you're listening, guy. Yeah, Skate Man uh, is a <laughs> really bad Pacific back issue yeah. uh, that I picked up. Um, it's by Neil Adams, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a vigilante who rides around on skates and kicks people with the skates. Guys, the art in this book is pretty great. The art's great. Uh, everything else is the awful. The color palette is very, like, what time period is that? Like, 80s? Yeah, early 90s. 80s, like, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so the color palette is, like, all, like, just these splashes of, like, vibrant dark tones. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's about a Vietnam vet who... Um, goes to Vietnam, <laughs> uh, gets injured, feels conflicted about the war, comes back, um, decides to try and do something to get out his uh, aggression. So he takes up roller derby, and as you do, as you do, uh, his best thing? friend, his best what do you friend, mean, roller derby, yeah, his yeah, be- roller derby is a huge right. thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, his best friend dies in a roller derby accident, causing him to pick up uh, vigilantism. Uh, where he <laughs> goes around skating and beating up biker gangs. Yep. Also, nice. his wife died. Biker also, gangs. he's in short shorts. Yep. Yeah. His costume is like a red polo, white short shorts, and roller skates, and, and like, like a, a t-shirt tied like around his Like a do-rag t-shirt thing. It's so bad. Oh, uh, no. So I picked that up, and then I also read uh, Vortex the Wonder Mule, which is as good as it sounds. It's a an alien comes down to Earth. Uh, this is a back issue from Superman. the 90s. Yeah, Alien comes yeah. down to Earth in a uh, spaceship uh, w- equipped with a device that rapidly evolves beings to their furthest potential. They That's ki- cool. I like that. They kidnap a miner. And his donkey. And his donkey. Oh, no. They put the miner in the machine, and the, vi- the villain, who's named Warlock, is like, and now we will see if these pitiful humans can become equal to us. Yeah, that's great. And then it, the high evolutionary machine thing kills him. And they're like, well, fuck it. We've got this other animal. Put it in there. <laughs> they put, they put, whatever. The, they put the mule in the, the fucking high evolutionary style machine and it turns into like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> yeah. style it's super mule. fucking buff. And he gets ripped. Like street sharks. <laughs> like street sharks, but with a donkey. Yeah. It's amazing. And he beats the or shit like, out of this guy and like beats runs the away. shit out of him. What was. I forgot who wrote it. It's I by know. Michael Halbleib, oh. uh, and it's produced by Cutting Edge yeah, Productions, I think, cool from the mid 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 nineties, early nineties. It's great if you're ever in a back issue. Ben, you, you ever see read? Uh, I think it's called El Burro. No, from one of the Hernandez brothers. Okay. Oh, I, for, I forget. I feel like it's not what it's called, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. Uh, Word. Well, I highly yeah. recommend Vortex: The Wonder <laughs> Mule. It's fucking awesome. It's a good name, Vortex, for it. Also, also, just throw this out. Just because I I really enjoyed the video, it's a funny video. Nick Gazin's Vice top ten oh, yeah. um, yeah, comics yeah. of cool. all time. Go good, check it out. Good Rex. 
Um, so that's been us. Word. Yep. We yep. good? I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Cool. Damn. Sorry, Eddie. It's okay. No, I wasn't really sorry. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, all right, guys. We We've will see you. We've been Melcast. Meltdown. Read Dave's books. Read Chris's Dave, books. Dave, where can we find you online? You can find uh, you can find me at uh, on Instagram at xdavebakerx. And my webcomic is The Action Hospital, which you can find at theactionhospital.com. You can find all my books at spectreisland.bigcartel.com. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, friend. My website is downtoclown.com. Please go there for all of your comic book needs. Uh, is it really? It is. I bought that domain, Down the Clown. My, my. You did not shut the fuck up. I what did. Chris, Chris, what are your in and out shifts? What? My in and out shifts. Come to me uh, on Thursdays. I close. I start at 5.30 and I work till 2.30. Please come see me. Um, free you French fries. Free yeah. French fries, right? I will hook you up with fries. Just say Wait. if you mention if you mention Melcast, I will hook you up with fries. The secret word is down to clown. Down to clown. <laughs> down to clown. That's also my website. It's yeah. not on here. But all right, Aristotle, that's not okay. the real name of my website. I wanted it to be so badly. <laughs> it will now be. I will change that. Down oh, okay, to clown, guys. All right, guys. I love you so much. Goodbye. Yeah. Don't uh, lock your keys in your car. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day.